I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high-quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hi, love. Hi. It's so nice to see you in person. In real life. We don't have to like summarize everything real quick in five minutes. No, in five. Zooms doing a countdown. Yeah, and it's like, pay me $200 for your, my services. Literally. Literally. No. Oh, that's insane. I mean, I'm not surprised though. I mean, Zoom could sponsor us, or Brandy could sponsor us. Zoom got make money, obviously, because yeah. yeah. they're huge. Root, uh, sorry, Brandy's in the room. Yeah, so if you hear whining, tip taps on the floor. It's just sorry. Brandy. It's just Brandy. It's just she's featuring just Brandy. Yeah, she's just doing her thing. What's up? Literally. You are so busy. I've been a busy beaver bee girl okay so you are probably not reading anything no i literally have not read i read all of our chapters yesterday where i usually like to spread it out across the week but but it was really good so it was was easy to read it yes it was i accidentally read a reader header but it was nothing really happened okay good to know good to know it was just because i was vaping and i got to an even number and i got so stoked that i didn't have to i don't have to take notes yeah so i read it and then i was like oh fuck i accidentally i was vaping and i accidentally took notes on an odd (laughs) (laughs) and then after i was like oh i don't have to take notes the next chapter and then i looked and it's like chapter 16 i'm like oh fuck (laughs) i think vaping just makes it more fun it does (laughs) i'm vaping with sally with Sally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sally's good. <laughs> yeah. Hell, yeah. 
and I want to go to the spa. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some LOLs this There week. was good. Some, um, what do you have to? What are you reading? I'm reading that same book that I was reading, An Anonymous Girl. Oh, yeah. Fuck, it's good. Oh, yeah. It's just like Never Saw Me Coming in the same, like, vibe where you're like, what is happening? <laughs> and, like, the... So there's it. like two main characters mm-hmm. and the one main character is like definitely like a psychopath yeah and you just don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> i know it's really good i got i got it's really it. good okay, i've it. i've discovered i'm i'm guessing that this would probably be considered like a psychological thriller okay yes, yes and yes. i think that's my calling for I, books i love a psychological thriller yeah except like i liked gone girl except it was so long yeah it's just like okay. i never read it I just get to film. it but yeah because that would be a psychological thriller too that's big yeah that's a big ass book yeah but you did it yeah i did it yeah did you watch the film i have not watched the film you've never seen it not the film oh it's really good same with the girl on the train i read the book but i never saw the film i think i saw that one i i don't think it really stood out to me but i remember watching gone girl and like as soon as it was overthinking, I would watch that again. And I'm not really like a double movie person. Hmm. Okay, I'll maybe watch it. Yeah, maybe that's what you should do. Maybe I should do that. How, like, are you listening to podcasts while you work or anything? I've been watching shows and listening to podcasts. Oh, but yeah. But like, oh, I watched, I was listening to a podcast. It's, I don't know what season of Unraveled it is, but that's that Billy Jensen one. Right. And it's about a man who... I don't know if he accidentally shot his wife or he shot his wife, but like his, like, um, his sister, the woman's sister. So like his sister-in-law okay, and his daughters think he's innocent and think his mom, the mom was trying to like end her life or like she was very mentally ill, but they were like super rich people and then they were losing their money. And then like, this is very dramatic. It's dramatic. And Billy Jensen is investigating it. Yes. Like to just like, is it? true like is he and this is an ongoing case um well he's in prison but he's been like he's appealed once and been out of prison and then went back oh damn that's a lot yeah because that don't happen often but it's how did he go back florida double jeopardy florida do they not have that well he got charged for manslaughter the second time oh man yeah slaughter oh that manslaughter get you every time get you every time dang Wow, that sounds intense. Maybe it I'll is. have to check that out. It is pretty intense. That sounds very intense. Yeah. Um, did you ever read Billy Jensen's book? No, no. It was good. Okay. It was good. It okay. was a good read. I don't know how I feel about like what did I did I read? Oh, you read I'll, I'll Be Gone in the Dark? I'll be gone in the dark. Yeah. I liked it, but I'm not like a huge like You don't want to consume your true crime that way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd rather I just it. listen to I it. Hear you. I did find that reading the like reading I'll be gone in the dark was i didn't retain it as much as when you're listening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i would often be like who, sorry who's that yeah. like who's that mm-hmm. you know what i mean because i'm I just you. not like picking up on the names yeah so yeah i understand yeah yeah that's my thing and like i don't i don't love a non-fiction i don't think like i don't like All right. a self-help like yeah i know i've been trying to read Brene for like 17 years <laughs> And I think about it every time oh. I pick up a new book. I go buy like fucking big magic and sh- <laughs> shit like that on my Kobo. And I'm like, maybe next time I'm maybe not ready to come time. to terms with the truth of my so life. What I, no, what I like doing is like our book club book mm-hmm. and then like a nighttime vaping book mm-hmm. and then like a self-help just for casual reading that's too many books on the go but you don't get them confused oh, okay. right because the self-help True. is so different than everything right. else that True. you just like read it when 
I don't know. You need some self-help. Yeah, or like I'll read I'll read a self-help when I can't fucking sleep. Okay. Because I'm Cause hoping it that it will put me to sleep. It do- Like it usually doesn't, especially if it's a good one, but yeah. like. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I you just got to switch things up and like know. make a party basket. Okay. Well, Bing! Party time! about this party time we'll try it maybe one time well i i if you're gonna do one do a Brene brown book oh, oh thank hello you. thank you for that breakfast part two yummy into, <laughs> into house my dog just vomited on the floor but not, not really. really just a little she just coughed she just, coughed, she, just <coughs> she just cleared her throat she just had a little <clears> something in her stuck throat. in there little frog okay we have a new babe ah what's up margaret margaret love that hello hi love i never let anybody in so sometimes i'll see that someone wants in but that's your job yes yes sorry margaret to keep you waiting i was busy oh did you keep her waiting I she's think... like there's so much juicy stuff there's happening so there many they don't juicy want me to know things. <laughs> i'm like i've got to vet you first i've got to go through my checklist to make sure that you're an okay babe you vet them the whole oh. <laughs> Like, well, just let them all in. I yeah, don't care. Just let them in. <laughs> no, I was you're trying to be. You're not a Nora. I'm not a Nora you're or a Nadine. No, no, you're no. a Libby. Yeah. You're like, come more than No, her. I don't know. You're. I don't know what you are. I think I'm a Nora. <laughs> you're kind of a Nora. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think we're both a little bit of Nora. A little bit of Nora, yeah. Except for Libby has strawberry blonde hair. True. And me too. Yes nice is that gross yeah i don't like that <laughs> okay let's okay. talk about this yeah. are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent back at hundreds of stores and it's all happening this week may 6th to may 13th it's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer like clothing outdoor gear and travel i know i'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at ray-ban and ulta and i love that rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like hotels.com rakuten really is the best way to shop and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals plus during big give week that cash back is bigger than ever with Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. I think you go first. I do, I, I do, I, I do, I do. So we're reading chapters. 10 to 19 10 to 19 so don't talk about 20 i don't even remember what happened in 20 because i was vaping <laughs> oh and she. i just got excited too much vape too much not vape. enough retention ing. not enough ing. okay <laughs> okay so take well, it away we left off with nora being in search of some good wi-fi wi-fi wifey so <laughs> wifey <laughs> i hate that so she's like i'm gonna head over to the mug and shot Okay, no problem. They They'll must be have it's a cafe. There'll yeah. be Wi-Fi here. Well, turns out points to the sign, let's unplug. It's no Wi-Fi. Which is like <laughs> I feel like that's just like trying to make being trendy like oh, but yeah. it's actually like they probably just couldn't afford it. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like there's very much Wi-Fi around because no. um Nora even asks, Okay, so where's the library? Yeah. And she's like, No Wi Fi there either. <laughs> So, I mean, there's desktop computers you could use. And she's Can like, Imagine e. trying to get work done on, like, someone else's computer. Yeah. It would not no, work. I don't like it. No. Um, and then so the barista whispers in her ear, the bookstore. 
it just got wi-fi heads on Mm -hmm. she heads over to the bookstore and she's thinking like what's better than a bookstore with a like a cold ice beverage Mm -hmm. and um the smell of like musty books Mm -hmm. and i'm like honestly same Mm -hmm. and then i'm like a hot beverage on a rainy day Nora is agreeing mm-hmm. with me on mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I love that line. Yes. So she enters the bookstore and it's very like, she. I think she described it as whimsical, but like it seems like there's just books everywhere. The, she, she's like worried that the shelves are going to come toppling down and crush her. It kind of reminded <laughs> me of um, the one in North Bay. Oh yeah, Alice in the Book Man. Yeah, yes, it kind yes, of reminded yes, me of that. Yeah. Same, yes, yeah. yes. Um, so yeah, she's like worrying like, am I going to killed in here if i like move the wrong way (laughs) that's what it's like at alice in the book man and it's an amazing rush (laughs) the best way to go yes buried by books yes r.i.p yeah and then guess who none other than another surprise charlie hello i promise i'm not stalking you (laughs) yes exactly and he's like doesn't seem like that's like coming like is that checking out because it doesn't seem no um okay so um, they're flirty bantering again of classic, course classic, classic nora and charlie well look who it is kind of thing um she picks up uh once upon a time oh i forgot about this yeah <laughs> and she's like i'm gonna buy this book once in a lifetime oh once in a lifetime sorry i keep calling it once upon a time <laughs> they're like the same same thing same difference <laughs> yeah. once upon a time once in a lifetime it's all the same sounds like a um, soap opera once in a lifetime once in a lifetime i just keep thinking of a hallmark movie yes like that's all that i'm yeah. thinking of yeah. like those christmas yes. movies where yes. they're wearing oh, red jackets so good. and have a hot beverage so good yeah. sometimes you just need one of those hallmark I, movies I don't, I don't think i love them oh okay justin's family watches them every night mm-hmm. my mom used to as well uh, yeah so i like i have i like a, them on a sentimental level okay, but yeah. if i'm actually watching them i'm like oh, just God. on my phone yeah yeah, because you're like, okay, they're going to get together in the end, you and then maybe exactly there's a everything. dog. Yes, and blah, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're talking about um, once. I'll just call it once because they okay. call it once in yeah. the book, too. And I'm on fleek and woke with them. So yeah. I'm on the, you know. My eyebrows train. just went up way too many times. <laughs> okay. I got I to gotta, <laughs> concentrate. Okay. So they're having some flirty banter about once. Um, she's adamant on buying the book from him and he's like smiling with her smiling with knives so she knows exactly what that is now um and all of a sudden she's attracted to his arms question mark isn't she like they're just normal arms yeah they're just normal (laughs) but like the hormonal female part of me is like i want to procreate with you Um, turns out Charlie was just about to email her. Hmm. Beep boop. Beep bop. Beep boop. And he's like, hmm, I heard a little thing about Dusty's editor. Apparently she had her baby. And she's out now. And Nora's like, um, excuse me, what? We had a month still. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't know anything no, about it. No, she doesn't know any. She doesn't know she's one She's like, I haven't been able to get that Wi-Fi. Peep. She hasn't heard a single peep. Mm. And so... He's like, well, we can call her and like you can hear it out firsthand. So she believes him. And then he drops a bombshell that he wants Dusty's book. I want it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no way in hell in her head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she straight up tells him, um, Dusty won't like you. So no, absolutely not. <laughs> Wouldn't 
that be so satisfying to say to someone? Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> she's essentially saying, like, I don't like you. No. Too, yeah, right? No, no. Even though she does. Yeah. Um, he trying to sell himself, like, I'm good at what I do, which is good. Like, he's confident. Mm-hmm. And I think that probably helps Nora like like him more true yeah like, well they're mirrors yes exactly they both know they're good exactly. at what they do and yes. yeah um he says like come on sell me to her um you can sell anything you can say sell snake oil to a sa- snake oil salesman mm-hmm. um and, and she's sh- like I don't think that's how the saying goes <laughs> no yeah exactly I love their banter it's so I know good. it's so good okay so um she says she leaves that off with I'll try mm-hmm um and then he says can you keep a secret can you keep a secret are you ready are you ready for a secret he drops also tells her that i work here at the bookstore that's a secret while i work here and he like flips the Mm -hmm. computer to her and he's editing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she's like double jobs that seems questionable (laughs) ethically and blah 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 um but apparently we find out a little bit more about Charlie and his family. Mm-hmm. Um, his parents own the books. I mean, hello, it's called Good Books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Nora, mm-hmm. come Nora's on. Nora's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's oh, like, God. good hello. books. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Um, and he's helping them out um, while his dad's recovering. And then also um, Principal Schroeder is there. And he's like, she's eavesdropping on the conversation eavesdropping (laughs) eavesdropping a little bit on the conversation and he's like i bet you won't go over and sit with her and she's like watch me i'll go sit because well because principal the principal had overheard some sexy talk yes exactly and then he's like i've heard uh nora goes over and i've heard a lot about you (laughs) that was really funny (laughs) no we just met last night but you come up a lot yeah (laughs) could you imagine like being the principal you'd be like what What the heck is going on (laughs) that's funny okay so libby meets up with her and she's impressed by the bookshop um but not impressed that Nora had been working all day mm-hmm. um, and Libby is kind of sad also at the same time about the bookshop and how it's like kind of in disarray and falling apart and then she's like wait a minute what was number 12 on our list <gasps> save a business we should save this place <laughs> and I appreciate them not drawing that out like I yes. appreciate that's not so- like I appreciate there's a few things in here that i appreciate it's not drawn out it's just like okay get to the point yeah yeah um true yes i see what you're saying yeah like i thought that like okay and then like the last few chapters they're like fixing up the bookstore and blah 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 so nora oh sorry libby starts reading and brainstorming right away well nora gets an email from sharon Mm -hmm. dusty's editor confirming that it is true she had the baby and she also confirms her thoughts of that the book frigid is amazing Mm. fuck so nora's torn because she knows it's good but she's embarrassed about like it being about her And also, Sharon drops the bomb that Charlie is going to take on the first (laughs) round of edits. (laughs) Double fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, But Dusty still has to agree. Yes, exactly. Dusty still has to agree. Um, So Nora says, I'll be the shark. I'm going to just embrace it and I'll get Dusty on board. But all the notes are going to go through me Mm -hmm. first. Mm hmm. 
Nora is trying to convince Dusty that working with Charlie will be good and that it works best in terms of their timeline, so like their deadlines and the movie is being released. They've kind of just marketed that up, right? So that makes sense. So Dusty decides to think about it, and Nora loves that Charlie will have to sweat. She's like, mm-hmm. you you think about it for as long as you, you need, need, yeah, but no longer than, like, three days. <laughs> yeah. Um, shit is hitting the fan with Nora's clients, but she's trying to keep her five o'clock promise to Libby, mm-hmm. where it's, like, work off then. Um, Nora and Libby have fallen into what sounds like a really lovely morning routine. Yes. Um, and Nora arrives at the bookstore st- every day at 8.52, and Charlie notices mm-hmm. this. So she gets an email from Dusty that she's in, and Charlie is quite pleased. She tries to tell him that he should be scared because Nora is scary, and he says, <laughs> quote, not with those bangs, you're extremely approachable. <laughs> it's just so it's funny. It's fun. I love it. I love I lo- it. I love it. Like, I want to know if the author is... Yeah. I don't know. I just... It's yeah. so funny. I love these two. Yeah. Um, Libby hangs with her at the bookshop, because this is now the next day, I'm guessing. Yes, because they had their morning routine. Um, she hangs with her at the bookstop, bookshop, and then they go home at exactly five together, mm-hmm. and they do their dinner routine. Mm-hmm. Um, Which the, Libby sounds like an amazing cook. Yeah. Oh my she gosh, does. all she the does. food. All the foods. And Nora's like completely useless in the kitchen. Yeah. So like Libby's re-chopping Nora's yeah. stuff. Yes. Like, yeah. Me. I Literally me. No, that's me. Wait, you'd be the re-chopper or the bad no, chopper? No, I'd be the bad chopper. I'm the bad just, chopper too! Justin, just be like, I'm just going to take over. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Okay, so the next day is Saturday. I don't cook. I don't clean. Let uh, me show you how I got this ring. Macaroni in a pot. <laughs> also, no. That, That's that a either. wet ass puppy. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. I saw a puppy on Friday. It was a little baby beagle. He was three months old. Oh, my God. So cute. Did you smush him on his cute little wrinkly head? Well, he was baby beagle zoomies. Oh. So he was on a leash zooming around me. Like, I actually, my leg got tied up, but he was so cute. You're like, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, I literally was like, this is, the owner's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, it's so cute. It's fine. Just let me tangle me up and mommy me away. Yeah, I had too much. I think I came at it with too much energy and the puppy read that. Like. Hell yeah, oh, yeah, let's do this. Let's fuck shit up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just like the energy I carry yeah. around as a person. <laughs> let's fuck, fuck shit, shit up, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, fuck yeah, motherfucker. Oh my god, I fucking love that. Okay, so the next day is Saturday, and Nora goes to the bookstore, except Charlie isn't there. What the fuck? Who dare? Who dis? Sally. And Sally is Charlie's mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it. Um, she, so like Nora buys a book and she hands over her credit card and she recognizes her name on the card and she's like, you're staying at my cottage. And Nora feels like she can't communicate like a normal person right now. So she's not entirely sure like how to carry out this conversation. Um, and so she buys a book because Mm -hmm. she felt guilty. She didn't want to just use the Mm Wi-Fi because Sally's there. So she buys the book and she leaves. And then Charlie texts Nora and asks, quote, why is my mother texting me about how hot you are? <laughs> and then he sends Damn. a screenshot 
of his mother's yeah. banter with him. Yeah. And Charlie says to his mama, I didn't realize you were looking. Like, because she's like, I'm not wearing a ring. That was freaking funny. Yeah. Like, that's what a like, funny thing to yes. say to your mom. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize you were looking to leave dad. Yeah. <laughs> with a woman. Yeah. Like, I just love that. Uh, um, they text and they flirt and then they talk about their big Bigfoot erotica, etc., etc. So, but essentially, oh, yeah. from that, I think mm-hmm. Sally's probably gonna try to because oh, she like yes. insisted that Charlie was gonna bring over wood. Well, yes, she's like, no, you're coming over, <laughs> and you've already brought over wood. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah, you can bring it over again. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine she said that. Is he actually going to give it to me this, this time, time? or oh, <laughs> just leave it at the door? <laughs> apparently not. So apparently um, Nora's always jumpy in the morning since being in fucking Sunshine Falls. Mm-hmm. She can't sleep and she's like wakes up in like a sweat apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, she keeps having that dream. Yes. Uh, yeah. So she pushes everything down. And um, we get some like little, I guess this is maybe what they're keeping through to the end maybe, but like she's having anxiety because um, she wants to cry, but she hasn't cried since the funeral. Mm -hmm. She's like feeling guilty Mm -hmm. about not being there for people. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, she's having like a little bit of a rush, rough mornings by the sounds of it. But Libby lets her know that she has found him. And that him is Blake. <laughs> 36. Who's 36. Like Tinder. Yes, yes. Like 36. Yes. And Libby tells her that she's made an account on her for her on married Marriage of the Minds, a new mom. dating app, which is an acronym of mom. So he wants a down-to-earth woman who likes sports. Apparently the Tar Heels, whatever that is. Nora's <laughs> like, yeah, that's okay. me. <laughs> I better research that before I get on the date. And um, she, Libby is also taking it upon herself to set up a date for them tonight at 7 p.m. Um, karaoke at Papa Squats. Pop a squat. Yes. <laughs> um, they get there. Libby's watching with excitement across the bar. Of course, she's like eating popcorn drinking her soda water Uh. um and the first thing he says to her is i didn't you didn't say how tall you were oh and he asks her how big her fucking feet feet are are. yes yes like the worst thing you can ask a woman aside from how much do you weigh exactly (laughs) yes and he's like oh are you a model is that why you're so tall like oh my god so bad yeah and i actually really love that complex that nora kind of described about because Mm -hmm. it's so true like if you're a model the woman's allowed to be taller than you yeah but if she's not then she's not allowed to be taller. exactly (laughs) yeah and like I am not a tall person, so I don't understand that. But I'm sure that a lot of tall women yeah. get that. Yeah. 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 Which I hate because every time I see a tall woman, I'm like, oh, I love so her. Beautiful. Yes. And stunning. Yes. Like, <laughs> give me your height. Exactly. So Nora is like, well, relieved that, well, like um, dating's the same everywhere and same within New York City. <laughs> I get the same exact shit. Yeah. Um, Except she, for she didn't get to vet Blake. Yes, exactly. This is true. <laughs> she probably wouldn't have gone out with him. This is true. She orders two large gin martinis, and he <laughs> informs her that he doesn't drink, and she says, "That's okay. I'll drink yours." <laughs> <laughs> the date is still carrying on. Mm. Blake is not letting the date end yet. Mm. <laughs> Nora is very confused mm. by this. <laughs> he can't believe that Nora cannot cook. Um, 
he's like, not even tilapia? And she's yeah. like, I don't cook. Yes. Anything. Nothing. <laughs> Literally. Um, and then, lo and behold, it seems like a mm. moment. Charlie walks in and he spots mm. Nora and Blake together. So she goes to the bar and there is Charlie. He teases her about being there with Blake. They're having this weird conversation and Nora says that Charlie wouldn't date her. Mm -hmm. Like she's bantering, Mm -hmm. but that's what comes out. And he's like, so we're doing this. Yeah. Because he was kind of thinking that it was like her because Mm -hmm. she was the first one who pulled back. Yeah. But it was like a mutually agreed Yeah, it was like a weird, just awkward situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They bicker back and forth as they usually do libby has gone home nora asks charlie about a back door <laughs> because she wants to leave her date with blake but like doesn't want to see him on the way out is there a way to get out of here without going right past him it's very funny though because it's such a small town that like yeah. she's gonna probably see him again oh yes i'm sure he'll come oh. back around <laughs> um and charlie takes her on the way out, they run into Charlie's ex-fiance. Um, she's like, hey, you can't be back here. And Charlie's like, she's on a date with Blake. And apparently Blake has some sort of reputation because she's like, okay, you can go. But I feel like that exchange happened because Nora picked up on the fact that... A little, some cues. Yes, yeah. that this ex-fiance, I don't even know her name. Amaya. Amaya or something. She it seems... Like, she's still mm-hmm. hung up on Charlie. Mm-hmm. There's yes. still something going There's on still there. There's still something. There's still a little fun. Yeah. Um, once they're outside, Nora spots an Italian restaurant, which she has not seen open. She's only ever mm-hmm. seen it closed. So she asks about it, and Charlie tells her that they, the people, the owners, they were going to retire, but the town, like, banded together to have them stay open on the weekends, which is, like, kind of no rude. Rest. <laughs> yeah. No rest. Like, I don't know how that works. But okay, Real. um, and to make this story short, they decide to have dinner together. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Charlie is greeted by Mrs. Struthers, and he says, "She says, oh, Charles and a date." <laughs> but not neither of them correct her on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nora can see that Charlie is clearly adoring of Mrs. Struthers. He's acting completely different, it's like so cute. charming with her. Marty um, has a way that he talks to old people, older people mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I can see yes. that. Yeah. Where you're like, why don't I get to know this person? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're so nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're seated and Mrs. Struther buys them a bottle of wine. <sighs> and Charlie tells her that he, she is the owner and my favorite teacher. He, she gave me a book of by uh, octavia butler and that book changed my life no yeah really sweet um we find out that blake was a high school bully especially of charlie Ooh. and so don't feel bad about ditching him essentially <laughs> yeah. yeah we find out a little bit more about charlie's mm-hmm. life um he's here because of his sister karina who decided to stay in italy and paint mm-hmm. um and tells him a little bit more about her family his family about his mom and his dad um and he um asks about like her family now and he she tells him a bit about libby and how free-spirited she is and about her mom which Mm -hmm. was really sweet um and she just i like the line that she used um 
to describe her. She just made things better. Oh. Yeah. Um, and he said, oh, you must have gotten into books because of your mom and Libby. And that is not true. She got into books because of Freeman's books, which she lived over, mm-hmm. um, and Mrs. Freeman. Um, and he explains that she explains that she would change the book ends of books that Libby didn't like, which was really sweet. Like she would yeah, rewrite she the ends. Like writing them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it turns out that she wanted to be an editor as well. Mm-hmm. But after her mom passed and Mrs. Freeman, she got let go of working at Freeman's and had to become like start working right mm-hmm. away because mm-hmm. she was supporting herself and Libby. And she worked as an admin at a literary agency and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. And she makes more bank yes. doing agenting than she would edit. Yes, exactly. Um, she was offered, obviously, a, an, a junior agent role, and she gave herself a goal of three years and a certain money amount, or she would quit being mm-hmm. an agent and go on to find something more stable. Mm-hmm. And Charlie's like, so how long did it take you to meet that goal? And she's like, eight months. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, not surprised. Of course you did. Yeah. No problem. Then she asks, what about you? And he does exp- tell her. It's, it's nice that they are like getting to know mm-hmm, each other mm-hmm. um, and not just bantering mm-hmm, all the time. Mm-hmm. But they always do throw in like nice little like digs. And I, I do yeah. like that. Um, so turns out that Charlie wasn't actually like doing well in school. He was being held back. Things weren't clicking. He just didn't understand and couldn't read. Mm-hmm. Um, and turns out his mom wanted to take him out of school and homeschool him (laughs) which really meant just taking care of her marijuana plants which i mean i feel like uh, you gotta do you gotta do do what you gotta do um and the his dad stepped in and said no we gotta find something that clicks with him so he took him under his wing and he got into like mechanics like taking things apart and putting them back together which got him into reading books about that Mm -hmm. Which then slowly the mechanical stuff faded away mm-hmm. and he really just came drawn to books and mm-hmm. reading. I have to say, I love, I know it's fictional, mm-hmm. but I love that parenting style of his dad who is like, mm-hmm. because everybody learns differently and so many people forget that. Yeah. And so I love that the dad was like, no, we're just going to find something that yeah he's passionate yeah. about and that yeah. will be like mm-hmm. the segue. Mm-hmm. But I feel like so many parents or teachers would forget that yeah you know what i mean yeah like you're not you're not fitting into this box of doing the curriculum and passing Mm -hmm. the grades and whatever so like you're worthless Mm -hmm. essentially yeah and i did like nora mentioned because he then said i wanted to be a writer Mm -hmm. and i went to school that's what i started Mm -hmm. to go to school for and then she's like oh i bet you your dad didn't like that you stopped working Mm -hmm. on cars and Mm -hmm. stuff and charlie's just like no my dad just wanted me to find something that i loved yeah which was really, really nice, especially yeah. since, you know, sometimes people in books and movies, mm-hmm. the tropes, people in a small town are like closed minded yeah. and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, and then, oh, yeah. And then Charlie's like, you're not going to finish this list. Like, there's no way. And oh, she's yeah. like, want to bet? Want to bet? Because Charlie mentioned that his apartment is rent controlled and she is flabbergasted because that never happens in new york Mm -mm. she bets that she's gonna finish that list and charlie's gonna give her the apartment for libby right because it's bigger and it's affordable 
rent control because he had mentioned that he was thinking about subletting, subletting it. it yes but like that made me so confused because he agreed to let like let them have it indefinitely mm-hmm. if she completes this list mm-hmm. where's he gonna live well i'm thinking that they're gonna get together and live. but like he doesn't know that when he no. agrees no like he's not like no. i'm gonna live with nora no and like she's just like and you'll agree to live somewhere else like right. you'll find somewhere else right and he's just like okay fine because he's like so adamant that he doesn't think she's gonna, she's gonna finish it yeah. no 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 true true true, no, true, no, true. No. yeah okay so that part Mm-hmm. I get it. I understand that it needs to happen, but why would he agree to that? Yeah. He could rent it out. He could sublet it and charge double. Yeah, and just make bank. Mm-hmm. And all that it is is that it's his name on the lease. Yeah. Anyway, who cares? <laughs> I don't need to pick it apart. <laughs> it's a book. Um. So Charlie is now walking Nora home from the restaurant. Nora spots, like, a path in the trees and asks where it goes to. Charlie says that it goes to the cottage, but he didn't really see um, Nora as, like, a woods-in-the-night kind of gal, and she runs onto the path. (laughs) So he follows her, and they come upon a stream with, like, a cute little waterfall, and it sounds very picturesque, and Nora says, number six. So, what, lo and behold, she gets in, but she's still wearing her undergarments, and he tells her that it doesn't count. So she peels off her bra, and she teases him, and she throws it at him, and then she's like, you can't swim, and he gets in. Mm-hmm. Of course. <sighs> of course. They talk about New York and how Charlie loves the anonymity of it, and being from a small town, no one shakes their initial opinion of you. They're kind of like having like a real chat mm-hmm. now. And then they get all hot and heavy, like hella hot Steamy and heavy. Steamy water. It was very confusing, Whoa. though, because I was thinking of the logistics of, like, can they touch in the water or can they not touch? Because the author was describing all of these things they were doing with their hands. And I'm yeah. like, but you would need to swim if you can't touch. Like, you can't. Yeah. You might die. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> these are the things that distract yeah. me when yeah. I'm reading a book. Charlie says that they should talk th- about things. Um, and that things are complicated for him right now. And Nora's like, then talk. Mm-hmm. And he can't, he tells her he can't form the words like it's a little hard right now. And then. Just like something else. Heyo! Bringing that wood. Ugh. Just not to the cottage. <laughs> bringing it to the. Watering to hole. To the watering hole. <laughs> um, Nora's phone rings. Of course. And that's when Nora realizes that she was supposed to call Dusty hours ago. And how she feels super irresponsible because when she checks her phone there are also several missed texts from libby um and she suddenly feels great shame and like she's failing people and that this isn't her um and there is a reference to jacob some some i feel like that's maybe the thing that's gonna Mm -hmm. carry on Mm -hmm. to the end of the book Mm -hmm. but i feel like this also kind of goes like ties back to what you were saying earlier about she has this guilt for not having been there mm-hmm. for something. Mm-hmm. And so she's taken that and just gone the extreme other way where she overcom- like she's overcompensating, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So this is like really hard for her to process, um, which then turns into her telling Charlie that she can't do this. And he is like, if that's what you really want. And she says yes. And it clearly upsets him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's hurt. And... She says to him, I don't, or sorry, he says to her, I don't know why it's so hard for me to accept that this can't be anything. 
Mm-hmm. Kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's gonna be something, but like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of sad at that moment. Um. So when she gets back to the cottage, she finally gets a hold of Dusty to give her a pep talk. Mm-hmm. Um. And then she gets new pages in her inbox. But first, she needs a run, a pukey run, because <laughs> she's hungover. <laughs> um. And of course, there's the local hottie. And then they introduce themselves, and his name is Shepard, apparently, which is bizarre. He sounds kind of hot. Yeah, though. he does sound hot. <laughs> um, and he calls, they kind of do a little bit of banter back and forth, but not as good as Charlie. And he doesn't get it. No, he doesn't get it. Um, and he's a like carpenter construction person, um, and he calls her Nora from New York, and he gives her a little wink as they depart from each other like this mm-hmm. wink. <laughs> wink wink she's recounting her evening with um charlie and B- slash blake <laughs> and libby suggests to forget the list but nora's like no we're not forgetting the list nope no <laughs> i love a list um and in her head she's like we need that apartment yeah um and then <laughs> Libby's like, good, because I've been talking to Sally and um, we're going to spruce up the story. She's uh, happy for us to help. Yeah. Um, Then Nora receives a strange text from Brendan, Libby's husband, which they don't usually text, maybe like happy birthdays Mm -hmm. and whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's asking about Libby and if she's okay, Um, which Libby brushes off. And then from this point on, Nora starts spiraling a lot about about libby and brendan sus yes and so she's gone right to they're fighting and she needs to fix it um they get to work and she can't stop thinking about charlie um but the reno at the bookstore is like reinvigorated libby and she has a surprise for her that evening and she's wondering if it's the spa. <laughs> the spa. The spa. This, I would love to name a spa this. S-P-A-A-A-A-A-H-H-H. Yes. Spa. <laughs> and she can't tell if it's like spa or like spa. Yes, yes. I literally wrote that down and then read the next line and was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are on the same page here. And then she's like commenting she's like who owns all these stores yeah. like this person is deranged or like what's in the curl water up and die. Yeah, curl, curl up and, and die. die mug and shot yeah. all these names yeah. and so she's like yeah this person is deranged <laughs> so they end up somewhere there's people in like leotards and she's feeling like she's not in the right of um attire Mm -hmm. and then they wander into like some sort of meeting of sorts Mm -hmm. and i'm assuming it's well we find out that it's a town meeting and sally's there with her vape hell yes me too oh i don't got it on me no no vape no vaping while recording well i don't want to vape in your house oh i vape in my house all the time and she's noticing some people from around town Mm -hmm. um some people from the hip people from the mug and shot um and amaya Amaya or whatever ex-fiance of Charlie's there um she's put two and two together that it's a town meeting and 
somebody's come in and like doesn't like the name mug and shot like it's gonna be like these like typical small town like grievances and apparently the mug and shot used to be called bean to be wild (laughs) i don't like that one no and some like it hot (laughs) i like mug and mug and shot shot, yes and then charlie shows up and is like filming him what happened and then he's like so anybody crying yet or (laughs) um they start talking while people are discussing and arguing other notes and comments at this town meeting and he's like i have notes already um and he wants to change the order of things in the book he wants nadine's accident to happen in the first 50 pages and nora's adamant on not changing the storyline of the book Mm -hmm. um dusty's gonna think that you hate it and her confidence is gonna be shot Mm -hmm. essentially Mm -hmm. um but then they start both start worrying about the cat and they think it's gonna be too close to the dog in once Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so then that makes nora start thinking like oh my gosh maybe it is a good idea like maybe charlie is onto something here Mm -hmm. everybody's like stopped and stared at them for a few minutes like you guys need to pay attention chatty kathy they're chatty kathy's hello we're doing something here (laughs) this is important yes and somebody's like and they both put their hands up and she's like what are we voting on again um and apparently they want to put a statue (laughs) of old man whitaker and his dog from once in the town square yeah i think everybody voted for the statue as well yes yeah <laughs> which was sally's yes thing that's, sally won yes, it. that's why charlie was there yeah okay yes so dusty likes the idea of starting at the accident um charlie sent edits and nora sent notes and they're in the same room like working mm-hmm. together but separately and dusty is happy with the edits and pleased with nora's co-editing mm-hmm. so essentially they're editing editing it together um nora has like the upper hand because she knows how to deal with dusty so like of the majority of those edits that she had added were i like what's happening Mm -hmm. which was interesting i like that part of nora where like she's painted as this cold like um shark like that's exactly what it is but she is actually very thoughtful Mm -hmm. and she knows yeah yeah, like she's being very considerate to think oh i i want her to know what's working like i'm that type of person too when i get something that's like just everything that's wrong i'm like yeah she knows that dusty needs the positive yeah exactly like and it's motivation to keep going exactly i just thought that that was a really Mm -hmm. interesting um point of her character but okay so charlie emails her to say they are good together and it's cute and she says together they make up one emotionally competent human (laughs) It's just funny. Um, Libby's outside on the phone yelling, mm-hmm. which is n- not, not usual. So Nora goes and watch her, watches her, and Libby walks off and texts Nora to say she needs to run some errands and will be by later. And Nora is at this point feeling a little betrayed by her sister because she feels like something's happening and she's not filling her mm-hmm. in on it. Um, and she texts Brendan and he says that everything is good. So something's happening and Nora doesn't like it. So Charlie knows something is wrong, but Nora doesn't want to talk about it. She realizes that it's after five, so she goes to leave and is wondering. She's, like, having this thought about, like, who's the lion? Is it me or is it Charlie? Um, When she almost runs into Charlie and yells, lion! (laughs) Which I love. Oh, my God. That's so funny. 
Um, and so she goes outside, like Charlie's letting her out, and then Shepard shows up. And she can tell that there's some sort of history between mm-hmm. Charlie and Shepard. Mm-hmm. And he says, hi, Nora from New York. And he's flirting with her pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. And he asks her if she's free now for that tour. Um, but all Nora is thinking about is Charlie and the list, mm-hmm. obviously. So it's this weird, mm-hmm. yeah. like, thing between the two. Um, and so she agrees. To go with him mm-hmm. right then and there, which is not something she would ever Mm-mm. do. But she's feeling kind of sad because, like, Charlie walked off. Yeah. But she's got that list. Um, so she's regretting being so spontaneous, and she really doesn't know what to say to Shepard while she's in his truck with him, which I was like, I feel that. I was at that little party last night, and I was, like, struggling to talk to people. Mm. It was weird. I hate that. It's just, like, I feel like I don't know how to, like, I'm like, so what? Uh, like, how do you, like, what, what do you like to do? What do you do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just, like, don't know how to ask people things anymore. Um, Shepard tells Nora not to judge them all based on Charlie and that he's not really that bad. And I've got the, hmm, hmm. thinking face because obviously hmm. Shepard has an opinion of Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes her to this view that sounds absolutely stunning and he's building a house there, and they start chatting. They He does not pick up on Nora's sarcasm and mm-hmm. banter. Like, he's not mm-hmm. there for it. She ends up, like, having to explain herself, which everybody knows is the most awkward thing when you're trying to banter with mm-hmm. someone. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. when your personality is sarcastic and someone doesn't get it, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to explain myself. No. So you just stop talking. Yeah. Um, people remember Shepard as the quarterback, but he did go to Cornell. She has this feeling when she's with him i wrote it down because i loved it she says nothing feels urgent and i love that feeling mm-hmm. like where you can just relax yeah. and like yeah. just be there nothing feels like it needs to be taken care of um and then she, it's kind of awkward so shepherd gets up but then he puts on some country music from his truck ew but cute this mm-hmm. is cute and asks nora if she would like to dance and to her surprise she takes his hand mm-hmm. <laughs> So they're dancing, but then a thought of Charlie pops into her head. Of course it does. And then Charlie, her phone also like dings, and she's like, "Gotta go, bye." <laughs> Sorry, priorities. Yes, not you. <laughs> yep. Um. So then she's she skedaddles. Mm-hmm. Um. She goes into the cafe the next morning, and Charlie says, "I see that um, he didn't break the city person curse." Um. So she's spiraling. She's trying to work, but she's Mm -hmm. spiraling about Libby because the distance came back into her eyes and she has a secret. Mm -hmm. She knows, but you know, Libby is very, you have to come at Mm -hmm. and approach her at a certain way. Um, But then the bartender, ex-fiance, I don't even know, Amaya, whatever. (laughs) um ask charlie if he's still on for friday um what excuse me what she's like um no in her head yeah no you are not on for friday no (laughs) we're not no um so then she starts spiraling on that too of course Mm -hmm. so not only libby she's thinking about charlie and maybe it wasn't charlie maybe it was Emea that mm-hmm. left things off or broke things off with Charlie and mm-hmm. Charlie's the one who wants her back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So then she's convinced of that. Mm-hmm. Um, as we do. As we do. Exactly. <laughs> Libby's there and she says, I've got book lover recommendation cards, which was something that they did at um, Freeman's books. Yeah. So then she goes, Nora starts going around and leaving her book lover recommendations on some books. And she walks into the children's room and he, Charlie, is in there and it's very awkward between them. Mm. Um, yes. Yes. Because they almost did it mm-hmm. for they, the second time. <laughs> they almost did it for a second time. And then she's like, uh-uh. <laughs> and he saw her boobies. Yeah. So And touched them. And touched them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, when somebody sees you a little bit naked. Yeah exactly it's, it's gonna be awkward it's awkward it is yeah um so then friday rolls around and more pages come in um she's resisting the urge to talk with charlie um but when she goes to leave charlie's not there and she realizes that she's missing him a lot so um she just saunters into his office and is like we need to go over the pages <laughs> and he's like i'll email you which i hate when people are like okay we need to talk mm-hmm. i'm like this could have been sent in an email this is 100 percent email. Yes. yeah and then nora's adamant on no we're mm-hmm. talking about it in person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. livy has a surprise second surprise mm-hmm. for nora and this surprise is in motion so much so that nora has a blindfold on this is a serious surprise and when nora removes her blindfold she sees that they're about to go to a school play <laughs> once in a lifetime <laughs> A once in a lifetime school play. I was dying laughing reading this part. I didn't take many notes on specifics, but it really does seem like the characters are all comically casted incorrectly. <laughs> like the old man is a young child and like the younger person is an old man and it's just all very confusing. It's fucked up. And like there's a huge age difference between like the love interests yeah. and stuff. It's like they're both dying laughing yeah. in the audience and yeah. people are like... She said... Um, that her and Libby couldn't stop with their, quote, silent shivers of laughter. And I know that exact. Yes, yes. This was us in high school. Yes. During mass. Yes. Trying not to die. And your body's just convulsing <laughs> because you don't want to make a scene. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Lloyd. Okay. Yes, Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. So the play is over. They're like, holy fuck, we got to go. That was fucking funny. But they run because they want to talk about yeah. it. But they run into Charlie's parents after the play and they invite them over mm-hmm. as per tradition. Yeah. I think it was drinks and pie. Yes. Which like count me in. Hello. <laughs> Where's amazing. my invite? Yeah. Um. So obviously it would be rude if they did not go because it seems like a thing. So they get to the party and Sally tells them that as soon as they walk in, Sally's like, we typically pretend everything was good. <laughs> Which I just love. Like, um, you're new here, but we typically just pretend just, it looks good. You think, that, yeah, 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 yeah. So Nora notices um, that something is wrong with Libby when she mentions Brendan, but Libby keeps saying it's fine. So it's something's going mm-hmm. on, obviously. Um, we find out that Nora had to pretend that she got Libby's wedding dress for a deal, even so much as like putting concealer inside the jacket her or inside the dress herself mm-hmm. so that Libby would like accept it. Yeah. Um, so this this need for Nora to provide Fix for Libby provide, yeah. but in like a backwards way, mm-hmm. it's just deep. Yeah. It runs deep. Yes. Um Nora realizes that the list 
is all a throwback to Libby's past paths in life. And she is wondering if she needed to prove that she could do it on her own without her husband. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's have it seems like she's having maybe like a little crisis, mm-hmm. a little crisi, mm-hmm. one yes, crisi. Yeah. yeah, she's like a little more than a tiny spiral. Has a spiral. hasn't a woman des- like haven't I deserve? Don't I deserve privacy? And yes. like she is not. Yeah, she's yeah. there's a bee in her bonnet. Yes, something is happening. Yes, yeah. So hmm. that's that. Yes. Um, I think she has a little crush on Shepard. Libby does. She's Libby like, does. Um, hello. Look oh, at I this feel like I would too, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> sounds hot blonde hair green eyes i know when he's like building this beautiful home and he just seems like hot i yeah i don't know i feel like maybe there is something going on with libby and brendan Mm -hmm. i'm not entirely sure what but they've Mm -hmm. been together since they were in their 20s so that's a long time yeah and yeah yeah. up and down and three kids yeah or like two and a half yeah that's libby had said yeah I don't know. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm curious to hear what happened with Jacob, Mm -hmm. obviously. Well, I, in the first bit, was it not that she moved in with Jacob for like two weeks and then her mom Mm -hmm. passed away. Mm -hmm. So maybe she's feeling guilty for like leaving her family to go and be with Jacob. But like placing all of that on Jacob? Like it seems like something happened. Oh yeah, something big happened. True. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something... there's a catalyst there for yeah because sure. yeah. she keeps mentioning it and mm-hmm. she doesn't want to go there mm-hmm. so I'm like what mm-hmm. what happened true true but also i'm curious as to why charlie's meeting with the bartender i wonder what's going on there spite because of shepherd that's what i thought of. oh that's true yeah but that's so immature mm-hmm. but i guess People are weird. People are weird. Mm-hmm. People are strange. Mm-hmm. When you're strange. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to. We'll have reading. to read it. Okay, read chapters. The rest uh, of them, but not all. But to thirty. Read Is that where to we chapter twenty nine? Read to chapter twenty nine. Okay. Okay. Bye. Oh, goodbye. Bye now. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye now. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. 
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.